Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday. I think we're at 70 or wow. close to it. Actually, you know wow. what happened a couple weeks ago? We're at Psalm 72. Yeah, we almost had the episode number the same as the Psalm number. That would have been cool. It would have been cool. If we would have been cool, we would have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a gift for you this week. It's no, a gift. No joke. It, no, I'm sorry. It's a gift. It is a gift. It's a joke Oh, from Maddie. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. We worked on these. She read them a lot to me while I was okay. trying to stay awake one night. Um, why can't the pirates play cards? Why couldn't the pirate play cards? Because, I don't know. He was sitting on the deck. Uh, Way to go, Maddie. There you go. Um, I've been reading all kinds of funny little jokes recently. Nate Eisenhower told me one. He has a lot of... we're not going to go there. He has a lot of jokes. We're not going to go there. So you guys are welcome to use that joke if you want to. Uh, I give you my permission. Uh, I give you Maddie's permission, too. Now, Psalm 72. Mm -hmm. You ready? Beyond Sunday. This is Beyond Sunday. I want to go back to Sunday, though, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You lost me for the beginning part. Mm-hmm. You spent some time talking about the subtitle, Of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Is this a psalm of Solomon or to Solomon? Or for Solomon. For Solomon? Probably two or four. Two or four. Probably. Not written by him? Um, probably not. Um I mean, it could be, but if you go to the very end, which we did not cover, you'll notice notice that at the very end of this psalm, this closes out book two. Mm -hmm. So verse 18, verse 19, and verse 20. Yeah. And verse 20, the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. So it's not that David wrote every single one of them, but we know from... and. um, Alan Spoonauer and I were talking after church. So the last words of David recorded in Scripture are mm-hmm. almost identical to this prayer of blessing hmm. for Solomon. So it's possible that it could be written by David for Solomon or by David to Solomon. It's possible. So are David's last words back in Kings? I think it was in Second Chronicles where, where, uh, gotcha. uh, where Alan and I were looking. Okay. So uh, when I studied that a couple of weeks back, I did notice that the last words of David matched these. Mm-hmm. So it is a prayer of blessing for the success of the king. So, I mean, obviously Solomon could have been praying it for, for himself. Gotcha. And is it there could significance be his... to that? Or is it, you know, either of them could have written it and it's for them, to them, uh, but also pointing us to Christ the king? I, I, I mean, I think... Both of those things are significant. I mean, for God's people, that prayer had to be answered. For them to succeed like they did in David's reign and also in Solomon's reign, especially in Solomon's reign, since we read, and I think I read it in church in those first opening minutes, I read the, um, you know, every man was under his fig tree, every man was under his vine, Mm -hmm. everything, all was well. So very significant that um, Israel experienced the answer to this prayer. Yeah. So this blessing on Solomon was a big deal because that made it possible for the citizens to succeed and to prosper. 
Gotcha. And since you brought it up, that last sentence, the prayers of David, mm-hmm. the son of Jesse, are ended. Mm-hmm. That seems like something that is closing out book two. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Not actually maybe a part of the original psalm, but something that was there right. to note, here's the end of this collection. And it's possible, I mean, I mean some of the folks that I consulted would say that the, the, very end, the last three verses are not a part of Psalm 72. Okay. That the blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, and, and the shift, mm-hmm. the shift that happens from you know from thinking about the king to it could happen at verse eighteen. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, all of this is conjecture. You're trying your best. Right. Uh, it's you know the way it comes to us in this final form. You have on until verse twenty, and so um, yeah, it closes out this section with uh, what's interesting is. Uh, all of the psalms in that book are considered the prayers of David. So it's an interesting summary title for everything that we've covered. Gotcha. So one other kind of, Mm -hmm. as I'm reading type question, trying to get some help here, it feels like the the perspective changes from like first person to second person sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, may they, Mm -hmm. uh, and then Mm -hmm. may he. How How do you keep track of that sometimes? So verse 5, I'll read these two verses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May they, I think speaking of the, the poor, the needy, those under the king's mm-hmm. reign, mm-hmm. may they fear you while the sun endures, and as long as the moon throughout all generations, mm-hmm. may he be mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. R- the, you know rain that falls. Is this still talking about the king mm-hmm. Solomon? Is it talking about God? Okay. King so, Solomon. Gotcha. Yeah. So... And the they, yeah. uh, the best that we can make of those type of references is these are recorded and to be used in a worship service. So the people of God are actually, they're either going to hear it, mm-hmm. hear it sung. Like, for instance, um, Asaph coming up in 73, mm-hmm. this coming Sunday, mm-hmm. he and his brothers were hired uh, to, to be the professional singers. Mm-hmm. So they must have had a, a lot of music in that family. They mm-hmm. must have been good vocalists. Yeah, and um, so you've got the people of God overhearing this. So if you're in that congregation and you hear verse five, uh, "May they fear you" or something like that, or "May He defend," while well, it's He there, and then in five it's "May they fear you," uh, while the sun endures. I mean, that's a that's a a confidence builder for the people that are hearing that and actually focused on the. If they're actually focused on the prayer and they mm-hmm. hear that, "May they fear you while the sun endures," that's going to be like. Yeah, that's going to be a good time for us. Yeah. That's what we want. Gotcha. Um, so you said, let me read the B, uh, yeah, let me read verse 17. So mm-hmm. a question there. Mm-hmm. May his name endure forever. Again, his mm-hmm. fame continue as long as the sun. Mm-hmm. Is that a repeat? Yeah, there's the sun again. Um, and then the end of verse 17, may people be blessed in him. All nations call him blessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said that fundamentalists, Capital F, lowercase mm-hmm. f, mm-hmm. you know, sticklers or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that we are the worst people at showing um, God's blessing. Yeah. Happiness. Yeah. So how would you suggest that we show that better? And I think this is even where you said, I don't care about your personality type. Right. We, we need to show God's yeah. blessing in our lives. Yeah. The one thing is we're, uh, we're locked into a culture. Uh, local churches... Local churches have a culture uh, due to their uh, the makeup of their congregation, mm-hmm. the makeup of the congregants, uh, 
but also their location in, in just in the world. So, you know, and you've been to other settings and to other worship services. Mm -hmm. So people express their faith differently. But for a lot of Bible church people, uh, the, knowledge, uh, the knowledge of Christ and Christ's blessings on them doesn't translate often into happiness. Yeah. And so the reason why I made a big deal out of that is because the way this word is used twice in the Psalms, I think I referred to both definitions on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And uh, the happiness one is important for us because of Psalm 1. Yeah. And so... So how do you show happiness? Well, can, uh, and can I ask you, so just personal yeah. question. Yeah. You're not like the cheerleader type personality, mm. no. the super, mm. you know, high and low, no. pretty steady and consistent. So how does that come out for someone in your personality type, you know, or with your just bent? Yeah. Uh, smiling at people. Uh, yeah. Enjoy, laughing at enjoying jokes. Enjoying people. No, not so much <laughs> laughing at jokes. That's really not part of being blessed. Yeah, I think so. That's a curse. That's the curse. Um, but your overall frame of mind. Um, but you got to show it. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I think on your face is probably the first place to start, and that's what preachers, that's what preachers struggle with, on Sundays is when they look at congregants, and you're communicating the glories of Christ, and we know we don't do it well. I mean, mm -hmm. We're not the best at it, but we're doing our best. Mm -hmm. But you look at the faces, and there's no expression. Yeah, it's hard on preachers. Like yeah. I talk to preachers all the time, so mm -hmm. it's really hard on preachers to see. There's no response. There's no joy. There's no happiness on the faces. Some of it is they're caught up in the seriousness of the moment. Yeah. Uh, some of it they're trying really hard to understand. Like you said, you were lost during the opening minutes. Right. Um, and so forth. So you're not really happy when you're lost. I mean, you're trying to find your way. <laughs> yeah. So there's not a lot of joy attention. in your face while you're. Yeah. You know, so. A lot of eyebrow movement. Yeah, some of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let the audience in on uh, a conversation you had with me years ago. Yeah. Um, it's having to do with my face. Randy yeah. talks about my face. Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't think so. Okay. I, I wouldn't expect you to. Um, you said you can be hard to read sometimes because your eyebrows are always down. And I've had this conversation with other people too. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's it's not because I'm angry, but it, sometimes it looks like I'm yeah. upset mm -hmm. because my natural yeah. eyebrow line mm -hmm. is like mm -hmm. down. I'm thinking, Contem contemplating, yeah. or yeah, just processing what's happening mm -hmm. as opposed to eyebrows up. And so if you're just listening, my mm. eyebrows went up. I look a lot happier now because yeah. I, I want to be blessed. That's good. Experience God's blessing. And you are. It's not that you want to be. You are. You are. And I think for us, uh, again, what I was referring to was a church culture, a uh, long time in this church culture. And I know that we, we've got folks that know the scriptures really, really well, mm -hmm. but they don't give the appearance of being blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's just making me think about that, um, that personality, the natural, mm -hmm. you know, some people are more bubbly mm -hmm. than others. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so I, I, can't, I can't make myself be bubbly like those people. No. But I don't want to, as a child of God, in his kingdom, under his mm -hmm. blessing, uh, I, I can't go the other way either and be no. grumpy yeah. and... Totally negative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not reflecting the goodness of God. Yeah. To others. 
yeah. or portraying it. So reflecting the goodness of God through smiling at people. That's certainly one way, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keeping your eyebrows up. A little higher. Yeah, not that high. That would probably give you a headache. <laughs> All right, good. Um, and then you uh, you brought up prosperity. So mm-hmm. yeah. that was one of your main, actually, I think it was your last point, what it means for us and the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and did you say it means prosperity? Am I quoting you right? It means prosperity. Let me just read verse 3. Let the mountains, yeah, here's the, let the mountains bear prosperity for the people in the hills in mm-hmm. righteousness. So um, if if the king is thriving, the people are thriving, um, and so that means prosperity for the king and his people. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does that different from God wants you to be happy and rich, that message that comes through in mm-hmm. a very sure. weak faith yeah. that, that doesn't, it's not grounded in who God is and what he's doing or the truth of scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. because, um, actually, um, if I remember correctly, you have poor in verse four. So it's one of the, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the sad things about the health and wealth gospel mm-hmm. is they're not, they're not just taking into account the fact that the scriptures does talk about poverty being among the people of God, but the blessing is, is along with that. It's not erasing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the first thing is, remember, I think I define that as with the Hebrew, the Hebrew is shalom. So it's not, it's not, the, it's not the prosperity word where it's talking about, um, it's not in verse 3, prosperity materially. Mm-hmm. So it's not that. It's that uh, what I was saying on Sunday, we have the, uh, we have the benefit of an overall wholeness, mm-hmm. uh, a peace about us. So there's a wholeness. Um, Would you say it's not just that? Because... It, um, there's the verse about you know the the amber waves of grain uh, on the top of the mountains too. Mm-hmm. So it's not prosperity isn't just that, but can it include that too? Yeah, I think I think the it could, but the the way to uh, I think the way to understand the um, the kingdom life described in Psalm seventy two because he's like the rain. Verse 6, the king is like the rain that falls on the mown grass, that picture that we had up on the screen. Mm -hmm. In in his days, may the righteous flourish and peace abound. That's the type of environment that we're a part of because he leads us. Mm -hmm. So even though there's unrighteousness around us and at times in us, we've got a king that's leading us into a kingdom that is filled with his righteousness. And there we have the opportunity for peace. And I'm going to just double check it. But uh, you have the same word. So that, so the prosperity in verse 3 and the peace in verse 7 are the same Hebrew term. So we're talking about, again, a person that's going to be able to succeed in the will of God for them. So whether that's wealthy or not wealthy, mm-hmm. the bottom line is there's success possible. And that's really, that's really what I think is important for Beyond Sunday. So I, I said early in that teaching time, you know, find yourself, get ready to find yourself in this kingdom. So I want to look at my life this week and say, am I successful for God? Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Am I successful for God accomplishing his will in my life? Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to involve, of course, not only what I do, but the attitudes with which I do it. 
the character that I bring to the equation, but those are all God created. Yep. And so that's to me is the best way to evaluate how am I doing experiencing the blessing of the kingdom beyond Sunday is do I have a sense in which my life is flourishing because of God's rule? So can I read you a verse? Yes. Two? Yes. I wasn't going to give you a choice anyway. So read these in my devotions this morning. Jeremiah 17, 7. Um, and I came across these a couple weeks ago teaching mm. about trees. Mm. Um, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green mm. and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Yeah. I just love that metaphor yeah. there. Where do you think Jeremiah got that? Yeah, Psalm 1. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a great it's a great picture, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yep. why do you like it? Well, I like it because it, it, it kind of plays out that tree analogy a little bit more. It does. Uh, with when the heat comes... Yeah, the roots are going out, mm-hmm. there's still fruit, the leaves are still green. Yeah. Um, so I just think that yeah. paints a really nice picture. Yeah, it's the difference, again, on our property, our small property across the street. It's the difference between the sycamore that's planted near the swale down at the bottom of the property mm-hmm. versus the maple that's at the top of the property near the near the cul-de-sac. Uh-huh. That maple gets droopy in the dry yeah. weather. The sycamore never does. There we go. Yeah. Be like the tree. Yeah, just as long as everybody knows that the, the kingdom that we're in is um, has a certain quality about, the life has a certain quality about it because the king is there, because of what he provides, so the watering that he, that he uh, provides. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do a lot of that on Sunday, but this is a good time to just review that and say, yeah. you know, what Jesus gives us is the ability to accomplish his will and to flourish in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's, what he, that's the kind of subjects he creates. Yeah. Yeah, good. So... Yeah. Um, no, that's helpful. I think it's a good conversation. Do you want to give us a uh, glimpse into Psalm 73? Well, it's coming. It, it, Book three. Yeah, it's going to be a packed service again, right? We, you and I were talking last we have a was full it last night, on uh, the elders' yep. meeting last night. Communion. So, so we have communion. Uh, the, the strange thing about Psalm 73 mm-hmm. is now, okay, we're dealing with a different author. Now it's Asaph, Asaph yep. uh, the professional singer, music mm-hmm. leader, and uh, it is. Uh, similar to Psalm 1 and 2 in that it's functioning more as wisdom teaching mm-hmm. as opposed to a uh, an explicit prayer. Like it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a prayer. And actually, as I was looking at it this morning earlier, mm-hmm. it's, it's several verses in before I even detect, oh, I see, he's speaking to God gotcha. at this point. Okay. But so... Yeah, it'll be good, and it and it covers it covers one of the most important things for our Christian journey, and that is the temptation that we have to be envious of the wicked that are prospering really, really well, mm-hmm. and it hurts our faith. But then the thing that I love the most is he gets his perspective um, back because he goes to worship. So mm-hmm. we'll have a fun time with that. I think I was I peeked ahead myself and was seeing a little bit of a, it almost feels like Psalm 73 follows up some of the Psalm 72 where you just, you see the the wicked prosper and you benefit from a faith that sustains you. Um, Yeah, the reality of, you know, you are seeing prosperity, but it's short-lived. 
Yes. It's not going to last. You yeah. are going to last. Yeah. It's not going to last. So Righteousness does. Yeah. Good. All right. Yeah. Don't want to give people too much of a sneak preview. Oh, no, because they won't come to church. That's Yeah, that's right. Um, so we are doing communion on Sunday, which is not normal for us to do no. communion on the first Sunday of the month. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, the reason? Global outreach. That's right. Uh, the summit's coming up on the second Sunday of, the, of March, uh, second weekend of March, and mm-hmm. so we're excited about that, too. Um, so, yeah, don't forget what Eric and Caleb said and uh, the teams put together. We've got a, a good group of missionaries coming back. Yeah. The Heastons, the Longeneckers, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of our own there, and Dr. John Patrick, which will be mm-hmm. fun. One Longenecker. One Longenecker, yes. Plus and, a colleague. And, uh, yeah, a friend of hers, Veronica. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it should be good. All right, Randy, thank you. That's it? That's it. Um, so, yeah, thanks for joining us. We hope this is helpful. You know where to send the questions. You know where to send the jokes. Podcast at cbcmj.com. Questions, Randy at cbcmj.com. Jokes. Not. All right, good. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.